0: Welcome back to Two Kids in a Doctorate. This is your host, Dr. Soyla Quesada. I am delighted to be back on episode number 11. Yes, yes, folks, it has been since August since I have put out an episode, and due to time, but also fear um, I, and vulnerability. So, the last episode was how, when I knew that I was ready to separate, um, to kind of set up, you know, a process to divorce, a, a pathways to divorce. And that left me open, that left me very vulnerable. And I had put it out there into a podcast, mind you, even as I was going through the process, it was a process that I did in silence. I didn't communicate it to many people. I, as a matter of fact, I was separated and my mom didn't even know that I was separated. Uh, So just to give you a glimpse of how deep how how deeply hidden that conversation has been for me because it happened. And yes, I I accounted as a failure and I did that because I grew up in a single family home. I grew up understanding and knowing that my life would have been a lot easier if I had a dad that would have contributed either to my life financially or to my life in love and time. And I had none of those. And so I knew when, uh, you know, getting older, that if I was going to uh, enter a serious relationship and, and one that would include children, that I was going to maintain a marriage, that I was going to stay in it, because that's all I wanted, really. Like, I, I never dreamt of a white picket fence. I definitely dreamt of... A composition of a family of two parents and if there were children children and so in my case i got to the marriage part and um it was not easy it was not easy and so this episode is to talk about rather than on the surface level of when i was ready i when i knew i was ready and rather tell you some of the things I learned through the process. A lot of the things I learned about myself through the process. It has been a process that I'm still in right now because I I am still processing a lot of it. I am still, you know, there are days where I'm like, uh, what did you learn about yourself? And I reflect on who I was then, who I am now. And I, I reflect on the things that I know I would not do or I would do better if I decided to you know embark again in in a structured uh, partnership like that one and I was when I was getting ready to record this episode I started taking notes of what will you talk about in this episode how how far will you go and I will tell you that I stopped writing the notes and I came on the mic and decided I will say what comes to mind and we will get through this so let me begin by saying that this episode is about what I ha- what I learned through the process and what I know uh, I brought into the marriage and how that had an effect on how it ended and uh, how I got to, you know, the place of like, um, this ain't for me. This is just This just ain't it. So I do want to tell the folks, if you are happily married, please understand um, that there is a huge asterisk in bold letters underlined to say to you. That I love love, I support love, and I I support happy marriages. I don't support fake, fake marriages. And when I say fake marriages, the ones where like, I'm so happy, I love him. But you know, deep down inside, the stuff that's going on at home that you're not sharing, but you're putting up a front like, everything's great, I love him, he loves me. And we are just so complete with each other when in reality, you're not and i you know so i want to say that that's those are not the ones i love i do love the ones that you know it is a partnership it is uh genuine love it is genuine support it is genuine a give and take okay then let's get started so let me just tell you i never had um i never had a role model a, a role model um, uh, marriage to look up to i did have one between my aunt and my uncle growing up and then way before i believe i was in college one day themselves separated and divorced and so i feel like that was my little bit of glimpse of hope into uh you know what a family looks like and they had a beautiful family and things happened and that ended i myself in my home did not grow up seeing what what it meant what it looks like what it took okay can we just say that what it takes to be in a marriage um or any partnership it doesn't have to be like you have to be legally married you could just be in a partnership for a long time so i just want to also differentiate the two like they're the same thing it does not matter marriage laws are a scam and that's a whole another episode okay (laughs) marriage laws and how some states still have it so that the man owns the woman in a lot of ways or um yeah let's just not get into that okay let's get back to the topic at hand I did not have a role model of a couple a marriage I come from generations of single mothers my great-grandmother was a single mom my grandmother was a single mom to five children my mom was a single mom as well so all I saw in my family was strong independent powerful women who sought out to do it on their own who um, you know, either by luck, by not having really great partners, or because they themselves also had a lot of stuff to work through that they had not been aware of. And that's what I wanted to change in my generation. I wanted the, the, the family. I wanted the kids. I wanted the, wow, look at us. We're doing things together. We're successful together, etc. The thing is, I didn't know how to, how to go about it. I didn't. I knew that was a goal of mine, but I didn't know what it took. And I wasn't self-aware then. I wasn't learning about myself. I wasn't in, in tune with who I was. I wasn't, um, you know, it, my perspective wasn't that I need to do this in order for this to work. It was more like, no, you need to come to this marriage ready because I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not changing. I am who I am, etc., etc. et cetera, that mindset. And Just to be clear, I'm not here to tell his side of the story because I know there was a lot that, it was partly his of course it was a you know it was a relationship of for of two people and so i'm this episode is more about what i learned about myself through it and how i i'm also going to be taking some of what i've learned forward with me number one myth i had was you just get married and figure it out like everything's fine uh, no let's not don't do it if you're listening to this and you're not married yet don't um don't expect to make it work in marriage like make sure things are ironed out all the wrinkles are out that you understand each other that you know one another that you know what makes each other tick that you understand the person and you understand how who you are let's just let's just take that very seriously understanding who you are and then understanding the person and understanding where are the ways in which that you'll be flexible within that relationship I didn't have the time. I didn't feel like I had the time. I, I had no patience. Patience is a virtue. And that is probably the number one advice I give people who are not married yet and want to be in a marriage. Patience. Patience is a gift. And if you don't have that as a skill, practice it. Because there needs to be a lot of patience. Um, and I'm not patient. I'm a fast action taker. I'm a... I know I want this. I'm going to go for it and do it. But you have to be patient. You have to listen. You have to be a good listener. I wasn't so much. I was always stuck on like, no, I'm right. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? You're going to, we have to have discussion about this. Like we we're done because that's, that's what it is. This is how it is. So understanding now that in a relationship you do have to communicate listen and come to the middle with things and that was something that i was not really good at i was not it was more like we can try but i can tell you now that's not going to work so i would always come into it that way and with that, it's the communication skills i also was a person who if i'm upset i'm mad if i'm upset i'm mad we're not talking I'm not going to spend time with you screaming, arguing, because that's just a waste of my time. Um, And so I I would just be silent. And there was no, I didn't have the skill of, all right, how do you take your anger? um, It could be like about the most smallest things. And how do you take it and make sense of it and then communicate it to people without it becoming this huge thing? And like I said, I'm not speaking from uh, the other person's experience, I'm speaking with mine, and when I speak of communication, I do have to say that it takes two to communicate, but I do have to say that from my part, um, you know, it's it, it was that. It was more of the, all right, girl, like, listen, and make sure you're able to be, you know, come to the middle on things and not always be so confrontational. I also had a long list of expectations um, of how someone else needed to make me feel, about how someone else what someone else had to do for me and I realized that that's not that doesn't need to be that way you need to come complete to a relationship to a partnership in order for you to flourish together and not so much expect the other person to fill in the gaps for you and that is a um, an advice I will give you whether you are right now married or not or in a long-term relationship Or if you are um, thinking about entering a long-term, you know, uh, solidifying the current relationship you have or going into a partnership that is stamped by the law. Um, And so you do have to make sure that you are not expecting anything from anyone, that you yourself are a whole person. And that because, you know what, at the end of the day, I found out that a lot of the things I was upset about was because I had expected this person to do the things that i needed to do for myself and that was a huge learning moment for me and i should have started with this but i i have never been good about choosing um the partners that would complement me right that would complement the partnership i should have I'll actually <laughs> uh, put this at the very beginning of this episode and that is that i did not Although I you know, as a sing you know, I grew up in a single family home, not only was there no father in the home because my dad wasn't there, but I didn't have a roadmap of what a healthy relationship was, period. Mother to mother, grandma to mother, like I had no idea of what a healthy relationship was because there was a lot of chaos in the family. This is not unique to my family, all of our families have stuff, right? I did not have a role model of a relationship to know what a healthy relationship was based on. And so when I chose people, I always chose people on my own experience as a child growing up. And the ways I did that was as you, you know, I, I guess, yes, yes, I'm a firm believer and supporter of therapy. And I learned this through therapy, that you do, you always look for people to marry or be in long-term relationships that mirror your experience because that's all you know you know that that's what makes you comfortable even if it's chaotic and bananas and it drives you crazy that's what you look for because that that's what you're used to you that's comfort for you although it's 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 not comfortable because it's not fun and you're at the edge of your seat every time all the time But you choose people to be part of your life because of what you've experienced through your childhood into adulthood, because that's what you know. That's what you know. And that's what feels good, because that's what you've lived through. Another thing is that because my dad left my mom, my mom was 16. My dad was 54 when they got together. That's who that's a lot of years of a difference. And my dad left her pregnant. Okay, (laughs) okay. So I've had this fear of abandonment my whole life since I was in my mom's belly. I always had this fear of, well, my partner will leave me just like my dad will. So why don't I just, you know, choose the person that I know will do that? Or you, you start to imagine it too. It might be that the person will not leave you and you, you still live through it or you, that's all you know, the abandonment feeling. And before that person abandons you, you abandon them. Correct. And because you're like, you're not going to do what they did to me or you choose people that will leave you because that's what you're used to. So there's those two scenarios in that case, because that's what you're used to. You 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 thrive and you attract and are attracted to the things that, you know, seeing single mothers in my family, I knew that it was possible to do it on my own. And that was the deciding factor. The, well, everybody in my family has done it. What makes you think that I can't do it? And let me just tell you, everyone that's listening, whether you are in, you know, a family of two parents or you are a single parent yourself or you're thinking about having children in whatever composition of your family that, that, that it is, is that being a single parent is not easy. A single mothers probably make it look easy only because we get it done because we have no other choice we have no choice of asking a partner or asking an ex-partner that is still involved in the in the child's life to do a thing to take the child away for a weekend to drop off and pick up at school to uh, be in touch with your kids when they're sick, to do this and the other thing. It is not easy to do it alone. It is not easy. So don't be fooled by what we are perceived to be. It is not an easy thing to do, okay? I say that, but I also say, don't stay in a marriage for kids. Why? Because if you are unhappy in a marriage, your kids will know that. And you don't want them to see that either. You don't want them to see that you stick it out and you are unhappy for kids so sacrificing your happiness for them to be looking at you too, like fighting all the time arguing I don't know about ya, but I just could not have pictured myself doing that I could not because I just could not stand being in the in that partnership in that relationship that I I could not even see myself faking it or faking the funk or staying in the same household or staying under the same roof in two different bedrooms. I just could not. I just could not see it. So don't also put yourself in that place where you are going to do that for your children because at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and your children and having them watch you fighting and disagreeing and not liking one another and this and that. That also affects who they are and how they grow up. That was a tad bit of advice that came up as I was thinking about my role. And of course, when I I decided that I just was not going to do the thing anymore, I didn't expect to be a single parent. So let me just make that very clear. I did not expect it. I expected a relationship, a, a parenting relationship with this other person that did not unfold in the ways that I had hoped it did. And so um, I just wanted to kind of like just give you a heads up that you also are kind of gambling with it. Right. So when you decide to embark on being, you know, a separate parent, there are things you're, you're, you're just don't know until that you come to that road. So I wanted to be single myself, but not be in a single parenting relationship, if that makes sense. Last thing before we wrap up, understand your brain, understand yourself, understand what triggers you understand are you an impulsive person does your brain get overstimulated which is was my case i cannot stand arguing i cannot even stand the sound of another voice in my ear like it was just oh please don't so understand yourself to the to the most minimalists of ways like understand yourself so deeply that you know why things happen understand yourself so much before you go into it and also make sure that you understand yourself while you're in it and understand yourself even even more because you will have that space to do that afterwards. And so what I hope for you is that if you are listening to this and you are yourself thinking about entering a long-term relationship or a marriage, please understand that it has a lot to do with both of you, but you all oh, the only thing you can do is take have control over yourself. Starts with the self. And that is it for this episode. If this inspired you or motivated you or made you think in any way, please share with your family, friends, colleagues, peers. This is Two Kids, One Doctorate, and I am your host, Dr. Soyla Quesada, and I will be back very soon with the next episode. Take care.